up, everybody? Um, I'm Jack Tyler. I'm here on 34 Questions. Uh, tune in to my episode. Um, great discussion, great conversation, uh, great impact. Be sure to check it out. See you over there. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Tonight, I have a very special guest. Mr. Jack Tyler is in the building. How you doing, Jack? Uh, what's up? No, I'm, I'm good, man. Um, I'm glad to be here. I'm excited for this conversation. I'm excited for what we're going to talk about. Um, no matter where it goes, I'm, just, I'm ready. Like, for sure, man. I want to explore today. All right, sounds good, man. Uh, well, I already appreciate the energy you bring in. You know, I feel like you're pretty open-minded. Uh, you're ready to share a story, and I uh, definitely appreciate it. I know it's not easy for everybody to do so. So thank you for, for coming on and being open. Yeah, of course. For sure. Uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the show, uh, I'm your host, 34. The format of the show is we do a few intro questions, some warm-up questions to set the tone, and then we'll jump into the main portion um, sound good to you, Jack? All right, man. Well, my very first question for you is, uh, how have you been? It's been a crazy year. Uh, you doing well? You going through it? How you been, man? Ah, oh, man. This year has been crazy. Um, lately, I've been good. I've been up. Um, for, in the course of that whole last year, I was down. But honestly, I think I've, I've learned a lot. So that's kind of the main reason I've been up because... Um, there was just a lot of trials and storms that I had to get through to get where I am right now. Um, sure. But I, I really do. I see purpose in, in what I'm doing right now. Like uh, like you said, I, I've been doing some music. Um, I mean, my main goal right now is just to be an impact. Like, impact the people in my generation. Uh, and, I mean, it doesn't even have to be in my generation, really. Anybody that I can impact is, is going to be a big deal. For sure. That, that's where I am right now. Just trying to trying to find ways to impact. So. I, I got you. Uh, so, what what do you think is one one of the greatest lessons you learned, or the bit more important lessons you've learned over the past uh, past year or so? Um, I would say um, just just trusting in God's plan because there's so many times I've kind of been like in my own head about things trying to control situations and it's like you know most of the time I, I can't control situations and I just gotta trust in, in, in God knowing that you know it's all gonna work out for me cause he don't give me nothing I can't handle so I mean and that's the biggest thing that I've had to understand um, but it's the greatest lesson that I've learned because it, it spoke purpose into what I was doing because if I couldn't understand that as a whole, um, knowing that I'm not capable of doing everything on my own, um, knowing that there are times when I need to reach out, um, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be capable of saying, hey, I'm vulnerable, just like everybody else. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm a flawed human being. I feel. Um, but, I mean, having that understanding is the most important part of getting the lesson. So. For sure, for sure. We, uh, you mentioned a little bit about your music. Is that your main hustle right now? It seems like it through your social media and everything. How's that? Uh, it's, a, it's a side thing, really. I mean, right now I'm in college. I'm going for graphic design. Um, I'm, I'm just working a job at Walmart, you know, getting by, just trying to 
made my way through the college and really I mean the music yeah it, it has started to become more of a main focus but it's still at the current state it is a, a side thing um, just kind of my way of venting through my music and just really getting getting my art out there um, just being heard by people and you know being able to be an impact uh, whether or not it's for money or anything like that like if people are feeling it then they're feeling it like, that's good enough for me um, but yeah no uh, I mean I would hope one day that I could actually make it my main thing because that would be amazing um, I mean that's a dream that's definitely the, the dream and the goal that I would like to achieve um, in the coming years after college um, so using my graphic design and all the business knowledge that I get from that um, being able to add that into the music knowledge and the music uh, just, just all that so, yeah, so I mean I would hope for it to be my main I got gotcha. you. So it sounds like uh, you you would be bringing in the like the graphic artist part of yourself and the musical side together, right? Is that? Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all art. So. Yeah, yeah. All creative, intuition, all that stuff. So, what, what's your vision for that path? Like, where would you like your art and well, both of your art to to take you? Well, my vision, my vision, like I said, my biggest thing is impact. So, uh, down the road, you know, I would hope that through my art um, I can number one help point other people to God because you know I'm, I'm a Christian I'm a, I'm, I'm a Christian artist so like my main goal is like helping people know that there's a God out there that, that really loves them and really strives to you know be have a relationship with them um, because I know that where I was versus where I am the big difference was having that relationship and that impact that I had um, so that's my main goal is to show people through my art, um, through through my journey, um, that, that that was a huge thing for me, and it can be a huge thing for them um, if they if they really feel it, if they really resonate with it. Um, it's huge, and that that's my goal. That's my vision. I got you. I got you. Uh, when I've heard some of your music, it seems like you have a particular particular flow. Uh, what would you say have been your influences on that flow? Um, man, I've had a lot of influences. I guess what I tell a lot of people is, um, I mean, I take I take uh, influence from a lot of those Christian hip hop artists, um, different genres like that. Uh, my content started off like with like NF. He was a huge thing for me because when I was going through some tough times, um, his music just really resonated with me. Uh, he's kind of my—he's kind of my biggest influence uh, with the whole purpose and the impact of it. Um, but then I also took influence from uh, other artists like No Big Deal. Um, I really like his flow, so I, I, I like uh, the way he just kind of like keeps it all going. Um, but the, you know, there's so many. I, I like to try, try to just practice all kinds of different things. But the stuff, yeah, the stuff I put out there is more like lo-fi and like no big deal, kind of flow like that, but with the NF content. So. Okay, you said NF, that the artist yeah. name. What's, what's yeah. you know what that stands for? Just so when I look it up, I know. <laughs> Nathan, I don't want to butcher his last name. Oh, okay. Sorry, but uh, Nathan Weirstein or something like that. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. For sure. Right on. Um, cool. Uh, we made it to. I got a little icebreaker for you. It's an icebreaker portion. It's a one-word spelling bee. Uh, you up for it, or you you want to pass? Oh, all right for sure for sure um <laughs> and disclaim uh just want to know if you've seen any previous episodes and if you haven't it's good it's cool so i know which uh word i can use have you seen any no, previous I, didn't, I was i was skimming over one before this thing so i get a good idea but i didn't get to the spelling portion so i mean anything you give me it'll work <laughs> i got you man all right so uh your word is liaison Liaison. Oh man. Oh man. I had it and then I lost it. Take your time. Take your time. Oh, I'm thinking right now. No pressure. <laughs> I'm just sounding it out right now in my head because I'm like, it's probably less complicated than I'm putting it. <laughs> I haven't been a speller in a couple years, so this this pressure, it's it's familiar. I got you. But I'm feeling new. Nah, so liaison. Alright, so I'm gonna go ahead and take a take a jab at it. Go for it. You got you got two, so you could lock in two. So you you do first time. Okay. Yeah. missing one letter man right in the one letter right in the middle right in the middle of those uh, six letters there's a seventh letter right in the middle there's <laughs> another i after the a say say it all together say it all together l i a i s o n yeah man now you got it right <laughs> i was doubting myself that was the first thing i thought of but i was like that looks weird in my head two eyes not nah, it, it's a it's a hard word, man. Not not I would say it's probably like a fifteen percent success rate right now amongst all the guests. So you're part of that fifteen percent. Um, congrats! You will be invited back to my spelling bee episode of Thirty Four Questions with all the other guests who have gone gotten it right. It's gonna be hard to get it all together, but if I if I can make it happen, you definitely we can be invited to get back. I'm gonna read a dictionary before. I <laughs> Yeah, I'm wondering if I should give you guys a heads up, like a list of words to uh, to study, but I don't know. I gotta I gotta figure out the logistics and you know, just the flow of everything. You're the one that has to put that list together. I mean, all I gotta do is read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so let's jump into some more warm up questions. This uh, this right. next this next one is, what would you like the audience to know about you? What would I like? What would I like the audience to know about me? Um, well. Let's see. I want them to know that I'm not perfect. Um, I want them to know that uh, I could care less about being famous. Um, because really, that's that's more thinking about it in my own like, like self-preservation. And I don't really like that. Like That's never been a thing that I've been into. So I really, I really like artists that um, 
more about like a, a greater purpose in themselves um, mm. and you know you know everything comes along with it as you go but you're not your your intended goal is not just to get big and stay big and stay grown no my my intentions are more for the people in the audience um the people the people in the audience are the people that i want to have an effect to. Um, those are the people that i care about because um, i know because i've had so many conversations with so many different people and you just don't know anything about people until you really talk to them like this right here this conversation we're having i mean you may you may hear something out of me that i don't just straight up tell somebody until i actually have a conversation with them. i mean this is this is what it's all about is getting to know people um, because you know miscommunications and misunderstandings come from assumptions and I don't want anybody to have any assumptions about me I just want people to know that the type of person I am is one who wants to understand one who wants to make an impact and one who doesn't care about self-preservation as much as he does about the people around him I got you, man. I highly agree. Uh, as you can probably tell from <laughs> from this whole creation of this podcast, it's all about, for me, it's those one-on-one -on -one conversations. Um, you know, I can give you my full attention. Uh, you know, I can uh, help people feel heard. So, yeah, that's, that's I used to try to make an impact. I, I don't, you don't know this about me. For, for the folks out there, it's the first time we've ever met. Um, so, yeah, I try to make an impact with my music before. Uh, it got too a little too wrapped up into my ego and also i'm not a good self-promoter i don't know if that's how you feel about yourself and your music but i feel like to to make it in the game nowadays you kind of have to be able to promote yourself you know tell and kind of show that you know you're better than everybody else i'm not that kind of person at all so yeah man there are two approaches that you can take with it you can take it as uh, you're competing to get um, yourself on a pedestal or you're competing to get your art on a pedestal. There is a difference. Mm. Because, um, because the first one is just you as a person trying to level up. And then the second one is you're trying to grow your message. So, I like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a, difference. there's a difference. One's vertical and one's horizontal. So, so, what's your message? What is my message? Uh, my message is there's a purpose in every storm. Um, there is a reason for every trial. There is a refinement in every fire. Um, because when you go through tough times, um, you're going to come out stronger. Um, you're going to come out with knowledge you didn't have before you entered that storm. Um, and as long as you're capable of pushing through, um, you're going to be better off for it. So, because there, um, I've been through a lot of different storms, a lot of different types of storms, uh, just, just a lot of things that are just really, I mean, very detailed situations that I can go over, but it, it would take me way longer than this episode is supposed to go. So, I got you. In essence, in essence, I've been through so many times where I doubted myself and I doubted the things that I was capable of but 
you know, once I realized that there was a purpose in why I did go through something, um, like something that built my patience or something that taught me how to love or something that, you know, really uh, just showed me that I was strong enough to get through something. Mm-hmm. You know, that's powerful. And that's a powerful message that you can share with other people um, that may not be all the way through their because a lot of the people out in the world, they are, they're in the middle of a storm. And some may not recognize it, some may push it to the side, some may try to ignore it, um, escape the reality that exists. Um, instead of relating to the one that they resist. No, what I know, I posted this, uh, this is one of my quotes, but it's one of my favorite ones. It was, uh, let me get it right. People tend to, escape from the reality that they resist instead of relate to the reality that exists say that one more time i said people tend to escape from the reality that they tend to resist Mm. instead of relating to the reality that exists i got you a lot of people they go through painful times and they go through storms and they just want to sit underneath their tent they want to pitch their tent right in the middle of that storm Hmm. and they just want to sit there and you know they just want to camp out right there they don't want to move any further um and that's just human that's that's how we work that's where our thought process goes but when you get up and you get into the sunshine on the other side you realize that it wasn't that hard i mean you made it through you were capable. So, I mean, that's the that's the huge message that I want to portray to other people that are in the middle of their storm. Um, it, you know, it's cliche, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know. But yeah, like, I don't think people fully grasp that concept in today's world. Everybody just kind of sits right where they are and says they're growing, but they're I was going to say, you think people are, um, they recognize the storm or they're still like resisting? I don't think they recognize it. And I think that's because um, we lack the ability to communicate with other people. People don't talk about things very much. So they kind of keep it inside and then they don't recognize the fundamental storm because they haven't had any sort of talk with anybody else about it to realize that, oh, I'm in the middle of something um, and you know maybe I should be moving forward a lot of people just kind of tend to keep it to themselves and they just like I said pitch their tent right there no I feel you man I I I would say I've done that and I was I was pitching my tent for about 10 years before uh, I started doing something about it um, yeah. but yeah no doubt and I mean I, like I said it's, it ain't a bad thing but it's it, it's human this is how we it's how we respond to certain things um, but I think that's what I want to get across is that you don't have to pitch your tent in the storm because you can you can as a person get through it with the help of others um, with the hope and, and uh, trusting in God and knowing that he has a plan for that whole journey so. for sure 
uh, the next question is if someone were to pay you a tribute uh, how, how would you how would you like to be honored so if I was going to tell myself I'm going to honor Jack Tyler in some way how could I do that Last question in the warm-up is, on a scale from 1 to 10, how well do you know yourself? I mean, I think learn, you know, the journey to about of learning ourselves is is lifelong, um, and it changes depending on what life stage we're in. Uh, the good times we know ourselves the most. The bad times we probably know ourselves the least. And yeah, it just fluctuates, man. I, that's just my opinion, um, but I feel you. And a follow up to that is, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? I guarantee they're going to be 
yelling by the end of the conversation. <laughs> like, that's my goal. Um, no, I'm. I, I think I asked somebody the other day. Um, I kind of asked them what they thought I was, you know, because they're extroverts and there's introverts. Um, they said I was an extroverted introvert because, <laughs> because like starting up conversations is probably a, a big thing that I, I want to work on. That's why the broad social media approach is mm-hmm. my best way because I'm not really focusing on an individual per se all the time. Um, uh, but when I do meet an individual, and I'm, I, you know, I go comfortable pretty quick uh, when I'm having a conversation. With them. Um, I can talk about anything and everything. So I mean, and I love that about my personality. Um, my communication uh, teachers always told me that I'm, I'm a great communicator, and you know. That's, that's a talent, I think, because a lot of people can't communicate that well. Um, people, you know, yeah. for different reasons, obviously. But I'm just glad that I have the ability to communicate. Communicate my feelings, communicate my thoughts, um, being able to put them into words that people understand and resonate with. So, for sure. Was that something you you learned early about yourself or a little later, later in life? Um... Like communication yeah like that that you know it's just easy it comes easy for you you know oh, and then you're um, like oh wait why doesn't everybody kind of like do the what i do you know no nah, yeah so um i don't know it's kind of it happened in parts so like in middle school i think i was very introverted but then i went into high school and uh, i i grew a little more extroverted because we had a smaller school so um, you know, less people I had to actually learn names for. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, and then I, I just, like, I made a lot of friends in high school. Um, and we just, we were always talking. The teachers were like, but we were, uh, we were yeah. um, <laughs> No, but, like, and then once I went through some stuff um, and got through that stuff, I started talking to people on, a, like, a deeper level. And I think that kind of helped me um, with my approaches because I started out as you know always joking and then I went into more of a deeper level of communication so I, I'm I'm good at that ice breaking with a deep thought conversation technique so I can make somebody laugh and then I can make somebody cry you know? <laughs> I got you tears of, tears of joy tears of real fun. yeah 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 <laughs> no doubt cool man well uh Thank you for telling your story. Uh, thank you for opening up. Uh, I appreciate the quality answers as well. You going going real deep into it. Uh, I mean, quality over quantity. You already know. You already know. All right. So we made it to the main portion of the interview where you start choosing numbers. Um, I don't know if you've seen the sheet of questions. I've been playing with the format a little bit. Uh, so at this point, there's three levels: A, B, and C. A being the hardest, like uh, just questions that I think people would have the hardest time answering. Um, and then basically hard, medium, easy, A, B, C. And each each level has uh, 1 through 34 questions, basically. So what I need from you is just to say like A5, B12, C10, whichever question you want to go for. Bingo. All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Uh, shoot me your first number. Alright. Which one was the easy one? C. C something. C? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Let's go C7. C7. Yeah. What change would you like to see in the world? What change would I Great question. Um, I think about the world as a whole all the time. I think the biggest change I would want to see in the world is for the world as a whole to have a better understanding of who, um, of how the world works because people don't understand how the world works. Um, not not when you look at it from the media's point of view or anything like that. When you look at it from the point of view of social media or news or stuff like that, you get a perspective from those people. I, I would want to see in the world as a whole people seeking to um, achieve a new perspective, a perspective that they are trying to find themselves um, rather than looking to all these higher media and everything else. Um, they say do your own research when you talk about stuff or before you go and start talking about stuff. I, I believe that's a great thing to do. Do I think that everybody in the world does it? No, I don't. And I think that's the reason we have so many miscommunications. I think that's the reason we have so many um, you know, unfortunate circumstances where people are just taking sides on everything and it's so divided. I want to see the world united. I got I you. See, I want to see people uplifting each other and embracing each other rather than tearing each other down and making assumptions based on the labels that we put on ourselves. Um, I think labels are a powerful thing um, because I was talking to somebody the other day. Um, I was just talking about like in the church. I mean, we have we have denominations, right? So, like, you know, Catholic, um, we have, you know, I don't even know them, but Catholic the biggest one. Um, I'm apostolic, um, you know, Pentecostal, you got um, Lutheran, just all these different denominations. And the second you hear somebody say what denomination they are in Christianity, then they, you automatically, you have an assumption based on what you know from that label, Right? Now take it on another level, um, where it's just you know a type of person, um, like those typical cliche high school labels that people give. So you got the cheerleader, mm-hmm. you got the jocks, mm-hmm. you got the nerds, you got you know you got the I got the teacher's pets would be the fans of nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the skaters, you got the... Yeah, yeah. exactly. And those are all labels. And those are labels that we use to group people and to make those assumptions, stereotypes about those people. Um, we, we, as a, we as a world cannot be united if we continue to base our assumptions on those labels. Um, and, you know, that's just a human thing. Once again, I, I want to see people striving to seek better understanding um, in the perspectives that other people have um, so that we can actually get closer to a place of united harmony like yeah man uh, all the pain comes from division and, and miscommunication so uh, yeah 
do you think it's possible man because i mean i i too want want the world to be united and and you know kind of be on the same page when it comes to i guess you know taking care of humanity in our society but i, I feel like there's just too many too many different ways of thought you know uh yeah yeah um do i think it's possible probably not that's just my honest opinion but would i want it i mean the question was what would i yeah want to yeah yeah i got you i'm just wondering yeah but no do i think it's possible i don't think so but is this world gonna be here forever no i mean eventually planet earth is gonna be gone yeah but we want to preserve it as long as we can um we help we, we ain't helping that much right now <laughs> but, the re- but the reality is yeah like everything is just everything's going crazy like there's so many things happening in the world today that are just it's just a domino effect like everything is just falling left and right and you know things are changing constantly and it's like it's almost to a point where things change something changes every day and you can't keep up yeah and it divides us because some people are left in the dark about it and then they're too late to get on to the same perspective as other people and so that's why i don't think it's possible for us all to have that um that ability to seek the perspective of everybody else because we're too busy trying to understand our perspective Everybody, yeah. everybody's trying to focus on the perspective that they're trying to uh, formulate from everything that's changing in the world. I mean, there's there's barely a constant. I, I feel, yeah. Uh, you, what was your denomination again? You had mentioned it, but um, I'm apostolic. How how is that different from I guess uh, you know I I, I was raised Catholic, so yeah. uh, I'm not. Drop some knowledge on me, like how how are, how is our, our denominations yeah. a little different? All right, so I mean I don't know a ton about like the the way the Catholic service goes because you know I've never been, mm-hmm. but I mean from what I from what I've heard um, and what I've seen yeah, on portrayals and videos and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I mean you have to correct me if I'm wrong, but but compared to it, I would say like as apostolics and our services and, and the way we go through life um number one we believe um, in, in jesus is is god um we believe that jesus is the father the son and the holy spirit it's like he is all three of those basically um the big thing there is um there's a verse that says um, you know, baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Um, a lot of people will say that that is um, your, your, the names are the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But we recognize that it's, those are titles, and the name is Jesus. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where we kind of get it. And then there's like a bunch of verses that kind of connect all three into saying that they're all the same. Like you know, A if A equals B, then B equals C, uh, and then A equals C. You know, and they're all the same. I got you. But that's that's um, the core state of that one one God, and then we just I mean we let loose in service, man. <laughs> we ain't ain't ashamed to to go ahead and just praise Him and worship Him in every way we can. I mean we had we had service today, man. It was it's powerful. Um, 
powerful when you're willing to, you know, get up and move and dance and to just really just let it all out and be honest in your worship because he's there and he's listening. Um, and I don't know how it works in other denominations. Like I said, I, I'm a bit, and I know that in some places, you know, it's pretty quiet in church. Mm. I don't know if that's how it is in Catholic church, but yeah, it can you know, it can be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and you you guys, I don't know if you guys did it, but like, I know they'd have like, like song books. <laughs> or is that just an old time thing? No, nah, I mean. Uh, the last time I've been to church, we still got those phone books. You talking about yeah. the books with with the uh, with the songs and the stories? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. No, I never, I never heard people call them phone books, but it does it makes sense. Oh, oh, dude! I thought you said phone book, and I'm all like, wow, that, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, ain't, I, I ain't seen one of those or a phone book in the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the song book. Our yeah, church, our church has them, but we, uh, I mean, like, we hold doors open. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we're just but it's so awesome like with our church and everything because we're just we're so diverse too like it's so amazing we have um we have this this service every year called going global and it's it's essentially we have we have a, a hispanic church we have an asian church we have um, the english service um we have an we have we have an African service. Um, we've got you know, so so many different cultural so many different uh, cultures and they have their own services. And so on going global on that service, everybody comes in and we have translators translating the message that the preacher's preaching. And it's just like everybody comes together. We bring all the flags in, and it's amazing. Like like mm. it's, it's from I don't know if many churches have done, but it's just it's so amazing to see so many different cultures coming together like that um, within the church like you know a lot of people they make assumptions that um like from the outside they make assumptions about the church saying that you know it's they're very um one-sided or you know like they, they keep to themselves mm. but really i mean i mean from my perspective from the church that i've gone to we really strive to be number one diverse um, because you know everybody is, is a person. It don't matter the cultural background or anything like that. We're all people. We're all God's children. I mean, He made us all perfectly, perfectly imperfect. Yeah. So, like, and so that you know, that's that's just one of the amazing times that we have. Um, in service, but we just we make a big deal about it. It's a huge thing, like, um, and and our music director, he's awesome, he's amazing. Um, I mean, we do all kinds of different types of songs, different types of music, you know. So it's it's really just we'll do anything and everything um, that's out there. And so I love it. Um, I actually sing there. My church, so oh snap, all right. I've been singing from the kids' choir when I was like five. <laughs> I mean, I've been in the music there forever. The writing didn't come until later, later. Gotcha. Are you gonna be incorporating that singing into your music anytime, or you nah, keep you yeah, keep yeah. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I will because um, I think I'm just waiting until I can get actual good mixing. Yeah. Because like you know, like I said, I'm just starting. My mixes are crazy, and my mic. I'll probably get a new, new mic at some point that can really help with that new software stuff like that. That's smart. That's smart. Wait for, <laughs> wait for the mixing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So that that was the big difference there um, for our denomination is we're just we. We let it all <laughs> and one guy. Those are the big things that are really stuff that we focus on. For sure. We try to be honest in our worship. Would you, you say you're religious or sp- more religious, more spiritual, or both? Is there a difference if there to you? Um. Yeah, I, I would say. Really, I'm still on a journey on both of those paths. Okay. Um, yeah. I can't say that I'm more of one or the other. I would say it's similar, but not where it could be. Because um, I'm still growing. Um, I'd say there's a lot of times where I stumble and fall. Um, and I recognize that. And I know God is right there. He's, he's picking me up every time I do. Um, and I, just, I strive to be closer to Him. That's the ultimate thing. Um, you know, and I strive to to take those values into account as I'm growing. Um, but the word the word religious, I guess, kind of throws me off sometimes because a lot of people talk about like religion is different than a relationship with God, and it is. Hmm. Um, when you have a relationship with God, that is between you and God. When you have religion. It's more about the technicalities. Um, it's more about the environment that you are trying to put yourself in. Um, but and it's more organized, I would say. Now there is a balance between the two that you can have. But um, I think maybe some churches they they focus more on the organization. Um, other churches focus more on the relationship um, and the ones that focus on the relationship I think those have a little bit more impact um, because that's really the ultimate goal is to form a relationship people um, our pastor just preached the message um, just a couple weeks back saying you know people have two two voids that they are born with so one void is filled by other people and the other void is filled by God. Because there there is a void that is filled by fellowship with others. Um, but then there's also the, the void that can't be filled by others or other things. And that's, that's where God comes in because God is the one ultimately in that point that can really show you who you are um, and really really just be there in those moments where you feel like there is nobody else um yeah so I, I think the relationship with God is just as important as the relationship with people um, the organization aspect uh, in religion is I want to say not important but it's it, it, 
Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything else to add to that? Um, no, no. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think I've got it pretty much, pretty much on the plate. No doubt. Uh, go ahead and throw me. Oh, just a heads up. We've been breezing through this conversation, man. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but we have about 10, 15 minutes left uh, in the podcast. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Uh, I appreciate, you know, uh, like you said, quality over quantity. And I, th- I think it's been a great conversation. I hope you're having fun as well. Oh, of course. Of course. I'm a long-winded person. Uh, <laughs> I probably could have told you. You could have been like, two hours special. <laughs> we still would have went overtime. So. <laughs> nah, man, we'll, we'll we'll get you back then. Uh, if you know we run run out, I'm always happy for for people to come and come and keep talking about, keep sharing their story and perspective. So we'll yeah. make that happen. Uh, all right, man, throw me another number. All right, um, this is going to hard question. Okay. Uh, just in case I don't get to a third one, um, before we have to end it up. But uh, so let's go A. We're gonna go A twenty one. A21 This one is uh, What do you pray for? What do I pray for? I pray for understanding Uh, Hmm. I pray for The capability And the strength To get through Every day I pray for the Capability And the understanding To Know that The end of the road Is there I just have to keep pushing I mean, this all flows into what we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my main thing. That's what I pray for. I pray God, you know, just show me the way. Like, and I know that He can make a way out of nowhere. We sang that song today. You made a way. <laughs> Man, I love that song because it's so true. Because God can make a way out of nowhere. And it's just crazy. But yeah, that's what I pray for because there's no there's nothing more powerful than understanding. No doubt. There's nothing more powerful than expanding your perspective. Because once you expand your perspective, then you have the power to tell other people um, and talk to other people about that perspective. And you have the capability then to impact them further. Because when you talk to people, you can't you can't fully impact their perspective if you don't know what they're if you don't know what they're feeling. Because I know that like, I've hit a lot of I've hit a lot of walls talking to some people because I didn't know what they were going through. I wasn't the person that was supposed to have that conversation with them in that moment. Because I didn't have the experiences, I didn't have enough of the experiences and perspective to really know how to talk to them. But then when you do have the perspective and the experiences to talk to someone who has had those same experiences as you, then you are equipped to have a productive conversation in which you can really provide hope and um, you know just provide them with a newfound perspective that goes along with that because they could be like I said earlier in the middle of a storm and 
they won't know that they're going to make it through maybe until somebody comes to them and says, hey, I used to sit right here in this spot in that school. I pitched my tent right here. But then I packed everything up and I kept moving. God told me to keep moving. And I made it out. And I came back here to pick you up. To tell you that you're capable of this. And I'm going to be right here with you. And just being able to pull them out from where they are. Yeah. Because I know when I was in that storm, I would have wanted the same thing out of somebody else. But I wouldn't have trusted anybody that didn't know what I was dealing with. The people that I trusted the most were the people that I could relate to. Yeah, yeah. Because they it was like I was talking to myself. Mm-hmm. But I was getting I was getting introspective feedback that wasn't my own. So it wasn't just me telling myself you're not good enough, you this way you can do it. It was somebody else almost like with my knowledge saying you are good enough you will get through this there is a purpose in it so yeah for sure uh well there's a follow-up and it's uh uh when when was the last time you felt like a well if you have a story behind a prayer that was answered you know for yourself And 
have to trust in me. And I, just, I fell out. So I bawled my eyes out because I knew in that moment that everything was going to shift. Everything was going to change. That was, that was the moment that really defined where my journey went. This is it. I got you. So, that, that was that was the prayer that got answered. And like I said, it's still being answered today because I'm still learning how you know really gonna be capable of impacting people and, and really bringing that purpose to life. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you for sharing, man. Yeah, um, of course. So we made it to the concluding portion of the podcast. Just got a few more questions for you. Uh, this next question is actually from my previous guest. Uh, shout out to Christine for the for the question. And let's see, maybe it's really specific. So if uh, you know it's not something that you do, then just let me know. But the, her question is, what is your favorite board game? My favorite board game. Uh, um. I don't like board games. <laughs> That's why I said it was kind of specific, man. It had to be like, you know, somebody's no, into it. It's funny, though. It's, it's funny, though. Like, um, my, my little parents are always trying to get me to play board games. I just, I got to a point where I got burned out. <laughs> but if I was, if I had to pick, I would say chess. Oh, because okay. I'm a strategic thinker. For sure. For sure. Uh, are you, are you a little cutthroat about it? Or, you know, you don't take it too hard? Like, are you competitive at it? Where you like, if if you um, feel like super, super down if you lose, or you know? No, <laughs> no. When I when I take losses these days, I'm like, okay, I learned from this. I'm gonna I'm gonna do better next time. Nah, That's the I, I like that. I feel you. I feel you. No, I I don't even play. I don't even get to play that often because a lot of people they're like, you're gonna beat me anyway. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. how do you, you know? My mom in four moves. <laughs> Three times in a row. <laughs> I was like, uh, play me some chess. He was like, you're going to win. I was like, no, I won't. And I was like, checkmate. <laughs> do you, do you checkmate. know you, you know that strategy? The the four move checkmate? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> I got you. How we do. How we do. All right, man. My next question for you is, what would you like What would you like to ask the next guest that comes on? What would I like to ask? I would like to ask the next guest. Guest. Yes, yeah. Yeah, um, is that um would you be happy with yourself if you were to look from the perspective of yourself by music? Would you be happy with yourself? If you were to look from the perspective of yourself five years ago. So would you be happy with who you are now if you were looking mm. through the eyes of who you were five years ago? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like that. Where would you be in five years? But it's taking it back and saying, you've gotten past five years. Now, are you happy? Oh, I got you. Uh, how about for yourself? How would you answer that? For myself? Yeah. Um, I would be overjoyed with the person that I am right now. Because five years ago, I was a mess. I was a little jerk kid. <laughs> like, literally, I'm 
completely different person. I mean, energetic wise, um, let's say, but let's see, five years ago, it was, it was 2021, five years ago, it would be 2016, yeah, first year of high school. Man, first year of high school, that was, I was a completely different person altogether. But the person I am right now, I really think that my younger self would be proud of, of who he saw through that life. Because I've grown to be a lot wiser than just walking in the classroom and saying, um, two plus two is five. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so much more that I am so capable of understanding in those five years. For sure, for sure. And uh, the final question, man, the question that ties everything together on this podcast is, what would you like your descendants to know about you? So 500 years from now, you know, your great, 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 great grandchildren, nieces, nephews, what would you like them to know about you? Um, man, I would want them to know that, that I made a difference in people's perspective. I would want them to know that I was a good man. Um, I'm not a father yet, but I, I wouldn't want them to know that I was a good father. <laughs> um, you know, they used to go on the land and do and that kind of family. Yeah. Um, but then I, I just, I would want them to know that I was honest with myself and honest with the people that I was trying to impact. Show. Like I said I don't want to put myself on a pedestal. Um, I just want to. I want. I want to spread the message. No doubt. Um, well, Jack, uh, we made it to the end of the podcast. Just want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, I, th- I thought this conversation went great. Want to thank all the folks out there listening, uh, checking out the video or the audio. Um, appreciate your time as well. Uh, before we head out, Jack, you got any last things to say? Not anything to add? Man, nothing in particular, no, man. I just, I really appreciated this conversation. This was great. This is exactly what I thought it was going to be and more. So, I mean, I appreciate you. I uh, appreciate this, this opportunity to really get my, my word out there. Um, you're awesome, yeah. man. Uh, you're awesome for doing this. Like, this is an awesome thing. This podcast, you know, getting the perspectives of all these people that you reached out to. It's amazing. Um, I applaud you. (laughs) It's an impact. Well, thank you, Jack. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I've, I've been trying to figure out my own way of, of making my, my own little impact. And right now, this seems to be the, the best way I can do it. And I appreciate you letting, letting me uh, interview you. And I'm sure this story will impact, you know, your people and even people you don't know uh, once they get a chance to check it out. So it's, it all comes together and I, I can't do it alone. So I thank you and everybody else that, that comes on for sure. Uh, much love. Uh, still trying to figure out the best way to best way to sign off on these things but um, 